0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane.
0: To me, uh, th- this you know you have to win and i think our team our young players our coaches you know doug and his staff they did everything to win so that thing changing it, we knew we were going to pick high uh, realistically i didn't i never thought uh, till that happened uh, but I, you know before that obviously the oakland game for the jet but for us it was uh, uh, it, it was like okay, <laughs> but I thought you know we could win even uh, then. I mean they were like I think two three games to go at that point, you know. Uh, so you know you have to choose wisely. And uh, we've never had the first pick, but there are plenty of teams that have had the first pick, and you know it works out sometimes. A lot of times it doesn't. Jaguars owner
2: Shad Khan sat down with brent martineau yesterday um i think that full interview if it's not already will be on our youtube page action sports jack so check that out uh great interview brent did a great job with that and we are joined live now i mean we're at tia bank field right now man and um it's a trip because i haven't been here in like a year and a half it seems like and brent's off doing some more tv stuff i'm sure he's talking to somebody right now so i'm just holding down the fort over here. But I will say this. I'm reminded of this would have been not last year, obviously, because with COVID and everything, but two years ago when we were out here um, and, it, and it was on the eve of, you know, of, uh, of Josh Allen coming to town. And, you know, I, I'm, I can't. it's hard to really remember, like, where the hype was and all that stuff. But I will say this, being in the stadium right now, in terms of all the cameras and all the media here, I mean, I can count one, two, three, four, five, six. There's like six or seven live shots going on right now from different types of networks. Now, I have no idea who these people are. Um, they all kind of have like their own booth or whatever like that. Brent would do uh, a much better job of explaining that because I can't recognize anybody. Uh, I'm just not in that game like he is. But it's amazing to see once again just this kind of seems to be the place to be. And it's crazy because we're coming off of a weekend with the UFC where, You know, it was the hub of professional sports. Like, celebrities were here. Tom Brady was in town. Blaine Gabbert. If you count him as a celebrity, because I'm not happy with him right now because he didn't give me a call and say, what's up, I'm in town. But it is what it is. He's been ignoring my text messages. But, like, the who's who was here in Jacksonville for the UFC card. And now fast forward a little bit to draft night, and it seems like, I mean, I don't know if it's the who's who in terms of, you know, national media. But national media is out here in full effect, you know, and, and it goes to show you just the power of that quarterback position, the hype of Trevor Lawrence. You know, it's, it's real, and I look no farther than just seeing everyone that's here right now covering them, rocking their collared shirts and their their pants because they're trying to be professional, not realizing you're in the Jacksonville heat right now, and I'm sure you're sweating up a storm, even though they have shade. And I'm sitting out here in the hot sun because I guess we couldn't afford an awning, and they put us out here right next to a speaker. But it's all good, though, everybody, because I'm rocking my jean shorts. No, not for Gardner Minshew, because I've rocked jean shorts long before Gardner Minshew came around. And I'm rocking my Casey Musgraves T-shirt, which is white. So that helps deflect the sun, if you will. But Action Sports, Jack's here, Austin Lane, waiting on Brent Martin to come back. Saw a coach running some stadiums, wasn't Urban Meyer, didn't know who that guy was. Thought about interviewing him a little bit. But it's exciting, man. In a a couple hours here, the atmosphere is about to change. And this whole city is about to change. Um, I've said this in the past, you know, obviously I've covered a few drafts now. Um, I've watched a couple. I took part in one, obviously, uh, back in 2010. But I can't remember a time like today, um, leading up to tonight, where just the excitement, the enthusiasm, the intrigue is at an all-time high. And usually... You know, being a former player, I'd be the guy that's all right, everybody, hey, let's go ahead and temper expectations a little bit, right? Like, let's let Trevor get accustomed here, all right? There's a big transition. I don't care where you play or the position that you play. Usually going from the college game to the pro level, it's going to take some time. So let's not put Trevor Lawrence on too big of a pedestal right away. And usually I would say that, being a former player and being a realist. But at the same time, I just want to say, hey, Go wild, Jaguars fans. Put put him on the pedestal day one. You know, when you see him get that phone call, uh, you know, and, and you see him hug his newly minted wife and, and his family and all that, his brothers in the background hopefully rocking a cool tie-dye shirt, um, go wild with it, man. Have the expectations. Shoot for the stars if you want to, because I think this city has earned that right. You know, I mean, you have 2017 – which is kind of an unexpected thing. Um, you know, it's probably the the best moments that you can think of uh, on this franchise in the past decade. But you have 2017, and things just clicked. And everything went right. And you're, you know, a couple plays away from going to the Super Bowl. And then 2018, you think, all right, well, the, the story continues. The shit keeps riding, because that's how the NFL works, right? And I think in 2018... The Jaguars, they were the sexy pick. Like, every NFL analyst, I'm sure, would be in the local media saying, all right, they're going to get back there. And then what happens? They play the New England Patriots here, curb stomp them, and it's like, yeah, all right, we, we better reserve our tickets in Atlanta now for the Super Bowl because Jacksonville is going. And then all of a sudden the wheels fell off. It was a downward spiral, and it snowballed to mediocrity, and then worse than mediocrity. So I say if you're a Jaguars fan, if you're a Trevor Lawrence guy, go crazy with expectations. Say they're going to win seven, eight games next year. Am I going to say that? I don't know, man. Let me go and evaluate this roster. Let's see how this draft goes a little bit. But you might as well. Because the thing about the NFL that we sometimes we lose thought of is that we see the New England Patriots, and we probably know deep down in our heart that will never be done again. I don't care what era, I I, I mean, coming up, I don't care what kind of talent you have. I just, I have a hard time seeing a team replicate the New England Patriots. So they're the outlier. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be good for years and years to come, obviously, depending everybody can stay healthy. You know, Tampa Bay, they might have a couple more years left in them. Antonio Brown, by the way, re-signs to the Buccaneers again. So essentially that entire team is coming back for another run at the Super Bowl. But the game of the NFL, you learn this. There, there's ups and downs, there's peaks and valleys, and that's the way it's set up. You're supposed to have some up years. You're going to have some down years. But it's supposed to be consistent. You know, like, when you're down, all right, you're going to be down. When you're up, yeah, you're probably going to be up for a little bit, and then you go back down again. Like, that's what, how the salary cap works. That's how draft positioning works. That's how all that stuff comes into play. When they were designing the salary cap and the draft positions and all that, like, they had this in mind. The thing about Jacksonville, though, and we can throw Cleveland in the category because it was like this in Cleveland for a while, until recently, but it was losing after losing after losing. And no matter who you drafted, no matter the changes that you made in the in the front office, it just seemed like it was losing. And then when you had that glimmer of hope, when you had that one year back in 2017, um, uh, I'm sorry, 2000, yeah, 2017, when you had that year... You thought, okay, well this is it. This is, this is standard. Alright, now we're, we're, we're on top. Let's ride this wave for a while. And what happened? You fell off right away. It was good for one year and one year only. That's not how it's supposed to be in the NFL. Okay? If you watch the Cleveland Browns right now, they're having sustained success. Behind a quarterback in Baker Mayfield that I'm not ready to call even a top eight, maybe even a top ten guy. But they're having sustained success, right? There's the ebbs and flows. With Jacksonville, it was one great year, and then it came crashing to a halt, and it's back in the doldrums, and it's back um, at sea level, if you will. This is why you should get excited. This is why you have a right to expect high things from Trevor Lawrence day one. You don't have to temper any kind of expectations because you've earned that right. Because this is the NFL. Eventually, you would think it's going to self correct and turn itself around. Hopefully, Trevor Lawrence can be that cog that allows that machine to turn around and say, All right, Jacksonville, let's have sustained success.
3: I'm back. What up, man? How are we doing? Good. I love it. Yeah. That, that's a big word. You just brought up a great. It's like you were in my interview with Shad Khan. Last night, I,
2: I might have been in the background <laughs> well, a little bit. Man. I, I might have eavesdropped but a little bit and said, What's it up? It
3: really is. I think that's the root of this kind of optimism mm-hmm. sustainable success. Listen, the Jaguars built this thing. I'll never forget, okay, uh, and built a dangerous word in Jack's probably understand, but I never forget Dave Caldwell said this like in 13 or 14 to me one time. I saw him down in the hallway and he said, Well, we're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to go about it a bit different. I didn't really know what the heck that meant. What that meant is they were really going to rip it down, and then they were going to gradually try to build it so they could sustain it. Like, that was the goal. What can we do? Not just flash up one year and go 9-7 and and maybe make a run and spend all our money early. Like, that was the idea. And, by the way, I think the intention potentially was correct there. In fact, Shad Khan said to me yesterday, look at us. In 2018, on this field, beat the New York Jets and the Patriots 3-1 and one in September. We're the darlings. People think we're going to the Super Bowl. And then, boom. It all it all went away. I mean, they thought they were on to something, man. Sure. I mean, they really did. They genuinely – why wouldn't you? You go to the AFC Championship game, you have young talent, yep. you have a quarterback that was playing pretty good football, you just beat Brady here, you know? I mean, you go for two against the Jets and rub it in their nose, yeah. you know? Yep. I mean, they have all this stuff going for them, and then bam. And so I think what – this is interpretation by me, but I think what Shad Khan figured out was the combination of Coughlin, Caldwell, Marone – couldn't sustain it, you know. At yeah. the end of the day, it said that they couldn't sustain it. Tom Coughlin's ways was going to rub wrong with the players. Marone couldn't end up getting it done. Uh, some of that maybe because the roster wasn't as good, but couldn't get it done and and continually do it, and it ends up one and fifteen. The uh, the feeling that he has this time around, Shad Khan, and I don't know if I yet have that feeling. But, of course, when you have the quarterback that might be here for a decade, it certainly gives you a little bit of that feeling. Yeah. Is that, that sustained success where you are a perennial. I say it all the time. I say go to Pittsburgh, and you think, I say the Pittsburgh Steelers, like, oh, yeah, Brett, they've won, like, uh, two or three Super Bowls in the last uh, decade or so. No, they haven't. They haven't won one. They haven't sure. won one since 2009. But, but it feels sustained. like they have, right? They're relevant. They're a very good organization. But they're relevant every year. They're in the mix every year. They're in the conversation every year. They have a chance every year if they play well. Good coach, good quarterback, good good uh, identity, all of that. Jacks don't have that. That's what the Jags are after. And is Urban Meyer the answer? Is Trevor Lawrence the answer? And then you've got to do the other things around him. I think that's why ShotCon and maybe others believe that this is the time. This is the ship that's turning a little bit in a place that really we haven't felt around here in 20 years.
2: Well, and that's why there is so much optimism, as there should be, because you get the sense that if Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer can't make this thing work, then it may never work. Because the NFL, like I was talking about, I mean – it is designed to have good years and bad years, but they're always sustained. Like it's not designed for a team to, to go to an AFC championship game one year and then the rest of the years have losing records. Like that that's not how the NFL works. Like that's an outlier. Not just like the Patriots are an outlier, the Jaguars are the outlier in terms of losing. They're almost the pay, they're like the anti patriots yeah, yeah. Let's just say. And, and and what a bad narrative that is. But that's why there's the intrigue I feel like. Because if, we've, if you follow the game of football, especially in the NFL, and, and you've seen how season by season has played out, odds are, you know, and say it's the football gods or just analytics or whatever you want to talk about, odds are this thing does get turned around. And now we're talking about, you know, winning seasons. Now we're talking about culture. Because it has been a long time since you've had that at a sustained success. So, it just feels like it's now or nothing. Like If this doesn't work, then this team might actually be cursed. We, we might be burning sage all over this stadium and all over this town
3: because I can't think of anything else that could get this team success. Well, I said that to Shad Khan yesterday, actually, in our interview, and I said, uh, "Is it? I, I don't want to say now or never because it's never, never, but does it feel like it's right now? Yeah. Is more the the, the the conversation, to your point, right? I mean, it does feel like, okay, what else can go wrong around here? I mean, they've yeah. tried and tried and tried. It's not for lack of trying, people. I mean, they've spent money. They've tried all these different ways. You get excited a little bit. It just hasn't worked, sustained success. But it has a feel like, oh, man, it is now or never. <laughs> but yeah. it's not. It's not ever, never. But now certainly feels more appropriate than anything else. And, and it, it, that is right on the money. Uh, and, again, I feel like you were in that interview because I, I phrased it exactly that way. Very one. well might have exactly been, man. Exactly yeah, might have been in there. Uh, let's get to Ben. He's hanging on the line. Action Sports Jackson, on ESPN 690. What's happening, man? Happy draft day.
1: Happy Trevor Lawrence Day to all of you guys and to all of Jaguars Nation. It's, it's been a long time coming since we get to feel good about what's going on in our quarterback situation, right? Now. Amen to that. It's funny, you look around the league and you see so many different franchises that you're so happy it's not us, trying to figure out are we drafting Mac Jones or Justin Fields um, or Trey Lance or is Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson disgruntled, um, is, is Russell Wilson going to beg out of Seattle? And we get to sit back for once and actually be like, man, this decision is made for us. We get to relax and have a good time and spend our ten minutes on the clock celebrating, not being terrified of what's to come. Um, I think you guys are hitting the nail on the head when it comes to culture. You know, in years of working in corporate America, working with organizational leaders, it does come down to culture. And are the best players on your team? Are they leaders? And that's such an issue that we've had with my Orlando Magic, with the Jaguars. Sometimes our best players, when your best players are Jalen Ramsey and Yannick Ngakwe and, and guys like that, they're not. And Leonard Fournette. They're not necessarily the guys that you want everyone in the locker room looking towards. And you can see from Urban Meyer, he understands that who he chooses and taps to be the best players on this team, they're going to set the tone for the franchise and for the rest of that locker room going forward. And could you feel like we're in a better position than what you're looking at with Trevor Lawrence, of him being the best player and everybody looking to his work ethic, to his commitment to winning, his competitiveness? And do we have to be worried? Like, do we really have to sit here worrying about whether or not this is going to work? I'm not worried, and I'm as negative and worried about everything. I'm still worried about our left tackle position. I'm not worried about the quarterback position. I'm not worried about the head coach. These two guys get it, and they're made for each other.
3: Ben, really good call, man. Enjoy the night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to ESPN 690, and uh, that's a good call. First part of it. Meaning it is nice not to have to sit here and and be overly dramatic about what they're going to do and who could they take. And, oh, man, Man. if they've got to pick between four or five guys, they're going to screw it up or whatever, you know. We don't have to feel that. The sense of positivity about – just run the card up there, has been kind of nice. It's been refreshing for something in Jacksonville that hasn't always been that kind of discussion. In fact, maybe you can argue never has been that discussion. And listen, you can have number one picks year in, year out, and you might not get that conversation. Mm -hmm. This is a bona fide, standout number one pick. Every team in the league would take him if they were in the Jags position. It really is. I don't care who says Zach Wilson he's closed the gap. He might even have him flip-flopped on their board, whatever it might be. No. They would take Trevor Lawrence. They would absolutely take Trevor Lawrence. I also think uh, he brings up a good point, Ben just brought up a good point that we don't really talk about much with, with Trevor and that's because we probably don't know him well enough yet but again, Cartersville, Clemson a couple of times, we've heard now enough interviews from other people that do know him this guy gets after it, you don't get to 52-2 and two in high school and 34-2 and two in college without getting after it he's got talent but he works his butt off he's going to be that guy he's going to be the guy and I, and I wonder about this also, I think I've even asked you this question how quickly will he be the guy that people say man, that guy he gets after it. You know, he's in yeah. here early. He Look at him in the weight room. Uh, look at him in the film room. Well, I mean, this guy's not easing in. There's no honeymoon to his rookie year. He's yeah. going out there to get W's right away in September well, until the teammates notice that.
2: Yeah, Trevor, I'm going to need you to stay out of the weight room though a little bit with that shoulder. I mean, you, you <laughs> can do yoga and that stuff, but I don't need you on the bench press, you know, doing 225 for as many reps as possible. But, no, I get exactly what you're saying. And to echo the caller's point a little bit as well, you know, where he did mention the culture, and, and those guys are gone now with Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette, and Yannick Ngakwe. Listen, Jalen Ramsey, whatever you want to think about Jalen Ramsey, uh, say what you want about him. But he went to L.A., and I don't think he's really that big of a nuisance there. I think he's one of the leaders in that locker room there. I think that... An NFL locker room, the ones that I've been in, they're made up of an eclectic group of individuals. There, there's some hardworking guys. There's some divas. Uh, there's all walks of life there. But it's the coach's job, and it's we talked about it before, it's management's job to make sure that that locker room, everyone's getting along number one, and everybody has a clear goal and a clear understanding. I think that got convoluted. I think when you had Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone going back and forth, you know, trying to take control of the team, that reflected in the locker room as well. And that reflected in Leonard Fournette and reflected in Jalen Ramsey and Yannick Ngakwe. So I'm not saying that Urban Myers is going to bring in all these choir boys, um, you know, and it's going to be a yes, sir, no, sir type of guy. I don't want that, obviously. I'm, I'm on my team, honestly. I want some of those guys, but I want some dogs as well. I, I want some guys that maybe, you know, nobody gave another shot at because of red flag. And I want, you know, those guys to prove people wrong. So it takes. It takes all types to be a great NFL team. We saw it last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We see it every single year with great teams. And I want the Jacksonville Jaguars to focus on that, too,
3: when the culture is built and when they're ready. I will say this, uh, to piggyback on that conversation. I was thinking about this recently because I've heard Urban Meyer say it so much. Mm -hmm. I don't remember a coach in this game saying, in this level, Saying we're gonna th- we're gonna do whatever's best for the player, whatever's best for the player, whatever's best for the player. Now, let me let me be crystal clear. That doesn't mean behind the scenes they don't do oh, whatever's they, best for the player, right? They do. Yeah. They, they, you know they t- listen. This organization rebuilt locker rooms, put in uh, like therapy pools or whatever. I mean, yeah. Shot Khan spent money right away yeah. to increase the player experience. Yeah. So again, it's not that they haven't tried. It's not that they dismissed players but again it kind of goes back to that old school football mentality right mm-hmm. where it's like what do you mean best for the players pre madonna you go we don't talk about that yeah we're going to take care of the players but they're going to work their butt off and you know bob we're going to do the oklahoma drill <laughs> it's just a me- it's you know it's just the mentality of the sport yeah i really have never heard a coach at this level so vocal about we're doing what's best for the player, best for the player, best for the player. Which shows you here in Jacksonville that he's trying to send a message to the player in the NFL, the player in college. You're going to want to play here, man. He's trying to set that tone. But I think he's also trying to change that culture around from still the NFLPA and two years ago in December of 2019 and all of that kind of embarrassment around this organization Uh He has said it loud and clear. Now he just has to do it with his actions, and I think him and Shad Khan will do that.
2: Yeah, I think other coaches do share that philosophy, but they're not as vocal about it. But to me, Urban Meyer is sending a message to the entire National Football League about how you do treat your players. Because what has this offseason been all about? The treatment of the quarterback position, right? Deshaun Watson was unhappy. Russell Wilson was unhappy. Aaron Rodgers is currently unhappy. Why? Because you're not... They feel like they're not getting treated right now, whether that's because of personnel, how you do in the draft, you know, rumblings here or there. There's many of reasons why these guys are not happy right now, but it all comes down to one thing, respect and treating them even better than you treat your other players because once again it's the quarterback position I think urban Meyer understands that and it also helps that you're getting a young guy in Trevor Lawrence where he's not going to be concerned with all this hype and all this stuff in the first couple of years right he, he's got to gather his bearings a little bit establish himself then we can talk about maybe a prima donna Trevor Lawrence even though I think he's not gonna go there but we'll see but right now don't have to worry about that like I said like Russell Wilson back in the day he seemed to be like a pretty humble yeah. you know and <laughs> not to say he's low not key. so humble yeah. and low-key (laughs) Well, let's be honest now. You turn on the TV, he's got a Bose commercial. He's with Sierra going to some, you know, red
3: carpet event. The guy's everywhere, and sometimes when he's not happy, he speaks out a little bit. Aaron Rodgers, more details coming out. We'll get to it when we come back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Live from TIAA Bank, it's draft night, everybody. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 690.
2: Austin Lane. I had braces. I still have my permanent retainer in. It's been knocked out twice. Brent
3: Martino. So So it's not stuck in there. (laughs) Once? uh, No, it's
2: not stuck in
0: there.
3: Action sports jacks on ESPN 690. Basically, the general manager Brian Gutekunst issued this statement. As we stated since the season ended, we are committed to Aaron in 2021 and beyond. Aaron has been a vital part of our success, and we look forward to competing for another championship with him leading our team. But the fact of the matter is there are other members of the organization that don't know if and when Aaron Rodgers will show back up in Green Bay. He's going through a lot of change in his life right now. He's engaged to be married. He hosted Jeopardy during the offseason, has a lot of hopes, a lot of different dreams, I don't think he's particularly happy right now being in Green Bay, and I think this dates back, ironically enough, to the draft last year. Well, of course, Jordan love getting drafted, and that's when it would be the tipping point for Aaron Rodgers, or at least the beginning of it, like Adam Schefter just said. By the way, Coos, what was going on in the background of Adam Schefter there?
2: <laughs> well, they're doing the... Their broadcast is from... Up in Ohio, so it's just a bunch of drunk people chanting their team.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what is going on? Is he at like a football practice? Are they doing drills? They're doing like a – it's like outside.
2: looks like it's in front of the stadium before the draft uh, from what I've seen.
3: Hey, Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. No purchase required to enter or win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Pretty cool contest they're doing with TIAA Bank, so make sure you check it out. Uh, TIAABank.com slash meet the pick, and you can register even through tonight. So uh, get there and do that. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane. Coos is along for the ride as well here on a Thursday. Action Sports Jax on ESPN six ninety. We are at the bank, man. This is cool. I love it. We're finally here. Uh, there's, there's, you know, I say there's a, there's definitely an internal excitement because I know we have so much radio and TV and all this stuff around it, and it feels like there's a parade happening. Yeah. I feel like there's a buzz on, on where we live a life, our life a lot. Twitter, yeah. right? Social media. You can sense it. Yep. You hear from other people. I've had more texts from around the country today. It's on, you know, uh, Facebook posts, whatever it is. So, like, it feels like the buzz is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to just assume that it is. I think that's kind of a throwaway line sometimes uh, around events like this. But I think there's a sense of it, you know. And and not only that, Austin, I think there's a sense of it because all of a sudden now we've made this connection. And almost like a, if you look on a map, it would be like a triangle, yeah, uh, and and that probably wouldn't be absolutely correct given my geometry skills. <laughs> but take <laughs> Jacksonville. Or are what kind of triangle <laughs> yeah, we talking? I have no at, idea. Right take angle? take Jacksonville yeah. and go to Cartersville, right past Atlanta, yep. right, mm-hmm. and then buzz on over to Clemson, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and then come on down back to Jacksonville. So whatever kind of triangle that is, or geometric <laughs> shape that is, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's kind of interesting because. All eyes are on Jacksonville tonight in Cartersville, Georgia. Mm-hmm. They know now that we're going to share their, their their favorite sun, right, here in Jacksonville. I think Clemson, the bridge last night, the Acosta Bridge, purple and orange, I don't know if you saw that. I did. It was really cool, right? Uh, that's pretty neat, just the anticipation. You had Clemson tweeting about it, right? Yeah. So nobody's really, well, nobody has said, hey, Trevor's definitely coming here. It's yeah. official. Nobody has shied away from it either. I appreciate that part of this whole process, that the Jags, Urban Meyer, Shad Khan, nobody's like, wait, 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 no, 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 we're going to go, we might pick, it's about the three guys, nobody's really said that a lot, I know the report that they did extra zooms on a couple of the players, a couple of quarterbacks, just to double check, but you can't even hide it from guys like Dabo Swinney, the mayor of Cartersville, his former coaches, people here in Jacksonville. We all know it's about to happen. And so it it is seriously like a New Year's Eve kind of party and feel because you know the clock is going to strike midnight. And you know it's going to be a new year. Well, Happy New Year, Jacksonville. It's the Trevor Lawrence New Year. Happy New Year
2: indeed, but it, but it's crazy though because well, first of all, you know, with that bridge, are we sure that was a purple and an orange combination, or was it dark blue and orange for Tim Tebow? <laughs> what, what was 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 was, I, was Lenny Curry on it before we were? <laughs> yeah, did have did he have inside information from Urban Wire? <laughs> it begs the question, Brent. Look into it. Yeah. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't tell Where's you how ben to do Becker? your job. Hey, hey, Ben
3: Becker, get on that. Hey, I don't
2: <laughs> tell you how to do your job, Brent, but look into it, man. But no, you're, you're absolutely right. But it's. Crazy crazy, because it feels like New Year's Eve. It, it feels like the celebration. But at the same time, it's like it's New Year's Eve, but, like, literally a couple hours later, it's almost like Christmas because you have pick <laughs> number 25 as well. So, yeah, when Trevor Lawrence gets announced, you celebrate, uh, you party, um, you know, you, the well wishes, everything like that. But then keep in mind, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half, two hours down the line, we're going to be talking about the 25th pick and what happens there. And keep in mind what this 25th pick represents. It's important. It's the pick that Jalen Ramsey, when he left town, you got for him. Right? Now, I get it. City of Jacksonville, deuces to Jalen Ramsey. Fair enough. I get that. But every time that we see Jalen Ramsey in that Rams uniform, you know, uh, talking, getting interception, having a good defensive play, there's got to be a part of Jaguars fandom that at least goes, well, what the heck, man? Like, why couldn't we make that work? Right Now we don't have to go back there and talk all about that Because that's in the past And we'll leave the past where it's at But that's why this 25th pick is important Because it's once again, it's a symbol that says Alright, this is what we're getting for Jalen Ramsey That headache, the back injury All that Jaguars fans had to endure And continue to endure with him They've got to make this pick right
3: Yeah, that's a really good point And I'm going to spin it to this way About what you just said Because I kind of forgot about the Ramsey stuff you know, yeah. in terms of that being the pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it does. I just haven't thought about it that sure. way. Well, it's because hey, you've been having Trevor Lawrence colored glasses, and that's okay, too. But. Okay, but that's the point I want to make. I think something like this, Trevor Lawrence potential, the hope of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. The hope even of Urban Meyer, but really Trevor Lawrence. It washes away a lot of the bad taste stuff, right? The sure. the image stuff. The oh, that's Jacksonville, and Jacksonville couldn't keep Jan, and Jacksonville couldn't keep Jalen, and the NFLPA is after him, and the Jags can't win. And <laughs> listen, we don't know if it means wins. We don't. Yeah. But it does wash away temporarily the view. The optics, the image of Jacksonville, the Jaguars, and everybody that really is so passionate about this fan base and takes umbrage with that stuff and should take umbrage with that stuff. Yeah. But that's a really good point because I do think this guy on this night really does take away. Like, we're not talking about that. Last year we were. What are they going to do with number 20? Sure. Right. What are they going to do in that fourth round? Uh, because they got to get something for Ramsey. We're sure. so mad at that guy. they got to get something. We're not mad at Ramsey as much anymore. I don't feel like we're mad at Ramsey as much as as a, well, as a fan base, if you will.
2: No, I, I think they're over the, the Jalen Ramsey narrative, as they should but be. But it's because right? of
3: Trevor is my point, I think, it is because the, of that
2: hope. It, it's definitely because of Trevor, and it's definitely because of the hope. But even when it looked like, okay, the Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence secured, there are still people out there saying, I hope the Rams lose. I hope the Rams lose because I want a better draft position for that second first-round pick. So that was always on people's minds as well. Now, not as much as Trevor Lawrence, obviously, but I still think that was on some people's minds. This is, and once again, this is Trevor Lawrence's night. I understand that, not taking anything away from him. But when we focus on pick 25 and what the Jaguars do, I don't want to like over-embellish it. I don't want to over-exaggerate it, but essentially this is the last chance to make it right. With the whole Jalen Rams situation. Because after this, you wash your hands of the Rams, say, I don't care what they do anymore. Go win Super Bowls, go to the a- a- FC Championship game, do whatever you want to do, Rams. I don't care anymore. Jalen Ramsey, do whatever you want to do. I really don't care anymore. So there is a lot of weight, in my opinion. There, There, there is a lot of, um, there should be a lot of intrigue, in my opinion, with this 25th pick just because. And once again, don't want to over-exaggerate
3: it, but there's a lot at stake, and it represents a lot in my eyes. Yeah, that's I, Again, I, I think it's a great conversation piece. I think you're right on the money. And uh, Listen, they pick Ben Barch and Caleb on chase on. Yeah. Uh, whatever they do pick at 25, we will go back and revisit what history says about those three selections for Jalen Ramsey. And right now, the Rams are winning. Yeah. Like there's not enough I've seen from Chase On at Barch. Yes. And I don't know what they're gonna get at twenty five, but you wish it was the eighteenth pick and not the twenty fifth pick. Without a doubt. Right? Yes. So they are winning. Uh that. They they won that. And you know what? On a day like today, it's kind of that's what my You point don't is. even want to go there. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't care if they wouldn't, we're <laughs> give it to right? me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. J- hey J- yeah, Jalen
2: Ramsey Jalen. can, 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 can on. ride around in that G wagon that's like <laughs> yeah. customized. I've never seen it before. Do whatever you want to do, man. You can have your new cleats, your new Adidas cleats, and have fun with that.
3: We don't care, we're all good today. Yeah, bro. I think that it, it really does feel that way at the very least. Um, hey, Aaron Rodgers, the latest Trey Wingo. Just had this tweet a short time ago. We just can't help ourselves. But Trey doesn't usually break news, right? Oh, sure, sure, So, sure. In, so But he's got some context to the story, at okay. least according to a source. He says this. Source is, the Packers reportedly told Aaron Rodgers they were going to trade him in the offseason, then backed off. It's been a bleep show between them ever since. And within the last week, Rodgers told the team, trade or no trade, I'm not coming back. Buckle up, folks.
2: Do you want tinfoil hat, Austin, or do you want realist Austin right now? It can be both. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You get a combination. All right. (laughs) Listen. Pat McAfee's gone to the WWE now. He's doing color commentary Friday nights, Brent, right before uh, you guys take over for your action sports track stuff, okay? Cool. Pat McAfee knows how the business of hype works. He knows how the business of viewership works. Do you think, and once again, this is tinfoil hat, Austin, do you think that the ultimate goal here? is to get this story created, cultivate it, and have Pat McAfee reach out to his great friend Aaron Rodgers and do almost a sit-down on the Pat McAfee show, and it does ratings that you could not even believe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Seriously. That's a good point. That's tinfoil hat, Austin. Now, realist Austin's probably going to say, ah, you know, give this time, okay? The, the, we're, we're just getting started here because it's going to be back and forth. There's going to be high school drama. This is what we've seen before play out with Russell Wilson. Well, it's going to be even crazier now with Aaron Rodgers. Just give it time. He's not getting traded tonight. He's not getting traded tomorrow, as he always says. Relax. He's not going anywhere anytime soon.
3: We will see uh, which way it ends up going.
2: But if he goes on Pat McAfee,
3: <laughs> yeah, show, <laughs> that's a good. I'm just saying. I, well, listen, I just can't. I, I I think that part, while feels like superficial, yeah. These guys are smart, man. I mean, just the branding of all this stuff these days. It's yep. like, keep your name in there for whatever reason, because your agent told you to, your marketing person told you to, you do have a big interview coming up, you're on Jeopardy and want the job and more people talking about it. I mean, I don't know what it is, but these guys are smart. And by the way, it's not the wrong play. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers in Jacksonville on one of the biggest draft days ever. Uh, so, I, th- I mean, he's one of the biggest names in the sport. Uh, and and so what it means fully, who knows? Uh, and I listen. You're at same thing with Russell Wilson. People talk Russell Wilson. He was staying, wasn't going anywhere. People uh, talk Aaron Rodgers right now. He's not going anywhere. He's playing for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's right. But they do have a fallback option if they want to get a no, bunch they of a draft capital, capital and get out from under his cap.
1: I'm just saying, but it's a little yeah. late
3: in the game for teams too. I mean, no, it, you can't do this three hours before the draft, can you? No, no that's what you, makes you it that cannot. superficial stuff kind of maybe be reality. You absolutely cannot.
2: And I'm just saying, and I'm gonna say it one more time. There's going to come a point in a couple weeks where Aaron Rodgers will probably do an interview, right? And it reminds me of LeBron James who's going to Miami, and I get it. A lot of kids made it. The Boys and Girls Club got some donations from it. But remember that whole scene where it was like the decision? There's going to be a sit-down interview with Aaron Rodgers, and I bet Pat McAfee Spears heads it, and it's going to be one of the biggest views of all time on sports radio, and maybe that's
3: what it was all about in the first place. All I'm going to say, tinfoil hat is off now. All right, we take a break. Uh, We've got some props did you do some of the props yesterday? We we did them all yesterday. We did actually. them all. I think so. <laughs> all of them. You didn't well, save any for today, Coos. How many? Did, I mean, did we do all of yesterday, Coos? No, Kuz, we did you, not do all of like them. You had like 55 props, Coos. I mean, like that five o'clock hour must have been prop city. Yeah, it could be. Uh, we just anyway.
2: did the important ones, like will Trevor Lawrence be wearing a tie? <laughs>
3: Which,
2: by the way, the guys were in a suit, so yeah, I hope he's wearing a tie. Who's the I mean, Trevor Tracker
3: tonight not wearing a tie on TV? Right, See.
2: All right, Don Johnson, Miami Vice. You can open that button up a little bit. It's hot out here, man. Chest hair. I, get it going, man. Yeah. Shades? No shades. What come on with the shades. I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> I assume the jacket matches your the yes. pants here? Like this color? Like, like that? Like this whole getup right here. All right. I mean, it. I don't know what that means coming from me,
3: but I'm just saying I like well, it. Well, if you want the commercial break, we can take a picture together. Okay. <laughs> that way you can have it. <laughs> uh. didn't, didn't like it that much, <laughs> <But> okay. <laughs> what are the Jags going to do at 25? Why do I have a feeling they're moving? They're dealing tonight. All right. You think the Jags are dealing? Let's talk about it. We'll dish on it when we come back on ESPN <laughs> 69. Why'd I say that? You good? <laughs> you good? I give one compliment You go off the rails.
0: <laughs> it's that's what football is. You know, you know you're gonna get knocked down and you better get up in a hurry. Okay. Dust yourself off and be ready to go again. So and it's no different uh, for us than that. You know, and you have to practice that in real life. And as I was saying earlier, uh, you don't have success in life in anything uh, without failure. And how you deal with it is way more important than, you know, dealing with success.
2: Man, Jaguars owner, Shad Khan. That's that's one for, like, the Instagram right there where you, like, where you, you know, save that quote and then you put a, a picture on there and then you quote that. I like that quote a lot. I'm going to have to use that on the Instagram that I don't have. Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690, Austin Lane, Brent Martineau out and about, socializing, talking to the public, talking to the higher-ups, hopefully not giving out any kind of resume, staying within the waters and the lakes that he's used to, ESPN 690. Don't need him to go to the higher-ups because I'm going to be lost without him. But with that being said, draft night. Well, it's still draft day right now, but turning into draft night in a couple hours, Trevor Lawrence, number one overall, we know that already. you know. And Brent kind of teased this a little bit before he went to break, but it begs the question, do you stay at 25 or do you move up? Now, I've spoke my piece. You guys know where I stand. I think if you think Kadarius Tony is unequivocally better than any other of the wide receivers that could be in that spot, Rondale Moore, Tutu Atwell, Elijah Moore, okay, take Kadarius Toney. But this is one of the deeper wide receiver classes that we've seen in a while. Now, Once again, I say the deep wide receiver class, that still means you have to take the right guy. So if the Jaguars do trade up, right, because I think we can assume the big three, Waddle, uh, Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, they're going to go early. No shot at getting those guys. Okay. So if they're gone, I, I I can't see the Jaguars trading up for another receiver, even if there's rumors that Tony might go, you know, top 15, top 20. I can't see that happening. I think the offensive tackle position, I get it. We haven't talked about it a lot. Why? Because it's not the sexiest position out there. Penel Sewell is probably going to be gone, right? Uh, the guy from North is going to be gone. I mean, if we're talking about trading up for the – third or fourth or fifth best offensive tackle. I'm going to be honest to everybody. I'm going to be disappointed. All right? Now, maybe it's the bias of me being a former defensive lineman. Maybe it's wanting uh, me, you know, to see the defense get addressed a little more. Whatever the case may be, I don't see that happening either. To me, what it comes down to are the position of needs. Now, take tight end out of it because there's no way Kyle Pitts is falling past number 10. All right? And I don't care what the shocker mock told you, powered by AWS – Kyle Pitts is going top ten, and I think it might be too rich for the Jaguars' blood to move up to try to get him. So take tight end out of the position. So we got wide receiver off the table, lineman off the table, uh, tight end off the table. To me, what it comes down to is the safety, potentially an edge rusher, and that's about it. Well, and obviously interior defensive line as well. But we got a good sense that Christian Barmore might fall to 25. Now maybe the Jaguars know something that we don't. Where teams are interested, he's probably the best defensive lineman in in terms of interior in this entire draft. Maybe the Jaguars don't want to risk it, right? I mean, maybe they do want to risk it and move up to secure him, right? He's 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 played with uh, Charlie Strong, so that there's a little uh, you know there, there's communication there. There's a little bit of a relationship there already. Urban Meyer obviously trusts Charlie Strong big time because Charlie Strong is like equivocally number two. Of that coaching staff So maybe you can move up to get Christian Barmer But once again I think he's going to fall If you want to take him there To me what it comes down to Is edge rush And the safety position Safety obviously being being uh, Travon Merrick I think he's the top safety overall If the Jaguars want to get their guy And assuming that once again Joe Cohen, Trent Balky, Urban Meyer Has him right there Then you go up and get him if you have to get him Or, knowing Joe Cullen, how he operates, and knowing how a 3-4 defense operates, it starts and ends with their edge rushers. If you don't have edge rushers, you don't have a 3-4 defense. One could assume maybe, a guy that we haven't talked about a lot, the Jaguars move up and get that guy at the edge rushing position, because that's kind of the Joe Cullen MO, if you will. And once again, I think Urban Meyer values Joe Cullen's opinion big time. It's going to be exciting, man. As of that first pick, when that fireball has settled, when those beers have been put down, you got to re-up. You've to get ready to go again. This is going to be a marathon, everybody, not a sprint. Mind you that. What's well, going to be a sprint and a marathon. Sprint, Trevor Lawrence, boom, reestablish, re-engage, and then it's pick 25 unless they move up or they move back. We're a few hours away from finding out. More on ESPN 690 when we get back.